You're listening to Aesthetically Speaking. On this podcast, we're talking about all things branding, logos, colors, fonts, and the strategy behind it all. It seems like these days it's easier than ever to build an audience, but harder than ever to stand out online. My name is Rebecca, and I'm a brand strategist and designer. I'm here with my sister, Abby, a lawyer who needs a creative outlet. Together, we're going to talk about how to bring your brand to life. Y'all, I am so nervous to record this episode. I'm doing a special solo episode tonight because Abby is out of town at a court sitting. And I've been wanting to record an episode for a while to tell you a little bit about what it is like to work with me as a client. And I have some notes jotted down. I'm really excited to talk about it, but I just feel so nervous. It's so much pressure to do this by myself. So bear with me a little bit as I talk through this. The inspiration for this podcast actually came from my favorite podcast, which is You're Wrong About. And I thought that was an appropriate title for this episode because I think branding can be such a ubiquitous term that it kind of covers everything. And so we don't realize that it means so many different things and everything, literally everything in our business is connected to our brand. So that's what I want to talk about today. At this point in my business, I've worked with a hundred plus clients and they're all worried about the exact same thing. And it doesn't matter who you are or what your business is or what industry you're in or what product you're selling or the prices that you're charging. We're all afraid of the same things. And I really believe that my process can help you. So I want to put your fears to rest. I have five things I'm going to explain, five fears, five worries about building a brand. And I'm going to explain why they're wrong and walk you through what I do to address that. So number one, you think you are too messy or too all over the place for a brand. And here's why you're wrong about that. My clients are always like, I have so many ideas. Like I have so many like different parts of my personality. I just don't know how we're going to capture all of that. And I can confidently say that I can brand anyone. And I'm I'm not afraid of saying that. I am so confident in my ability to ask you the right questions and get the answers that I need to create a brand for you. I feel like one of my gifts is to be able to sit down with somebody and hear lots of different things and kind of find the common thread in all of that and capture it in a visual way. So what that looks like in my process. For me, branding does not just mean aesthetics and design. It means strategy. And my clients know that I go deep. I am not just going to say like, okay, put together a Pinterest board and like, we'll look at some colors and choose some fonts. We are going to step back a little bit and say, okay, let's figure out who you are and what your business is all about. So what we start with when I have a new client is we have a two-hour strategy session. I'm always afraid to say that because I'm worried that people are going to be like, that sounds awful. But it's actually really fun. It's a pretty structured workshop where I'm going to be asking a lot of questions and you as the client would just be answering. And what I do is I'm good at listening. I'm good at noticing when there's something more and you know, digging a little bit deeper, asking a little bit more. And I'm also really good at recognizing patterns. So I often tell my clients, if you find yourself repeating the same thing, that's okay. That means that it's important. And I make notes of those things. And 
I can see, okay, this is something that's coming up a lot, or this is something that we're kind of struggling to articulate. So we need to figure that out. But it's just a really good opportunity for us to talk face to face. I can ask you questions. You can kind of word dump everything on me. I'm putting my hands out of my mouth like I'm throwing up or something. (laughs) But that's kind of how it feels where like you have all of these things and you have so many great ideas, honestly, that are just in your head, but they're not organized. And so what I do is I sit there, I take notes the whole time I'm listening and I go back and I take that strategy session and I turn it into our brand strategy. And that's really the document that says like, this is what your brand is all about. So for example, one of my clients is a sleep consultant and we said her brand is all about high level pediatric sleep education combined with loving, responsive parenting. It's the intersection of those two things. And that was not something that she had been able to articulate until we sat down for a strategy session And she said, you know, I really kind of feel like there's tension between these two things. And I want people to know that they can be totally loving parents, but also have a sleep schedule. And as we went through that, I saw kind of this Venn diagram where I'm saying, okay, you're really filling this spot of bringing together that quality education with loving parenting, parenting that feels good, parenting that aligns with the way you want to treat your kids. And that's where your brand lives. And that's what we want to create. And then we turn that into the design stuff, right? But the idea is when I am creating your strategy, so we have this strategy session and then I take that and I turn it into this strategy document and I present something that is information that you know, you know, maybe you've never had it so organized before, but it's there. And it's also some information that you didn't know where I'm doing research and I'm pulling insights to say, hey, this is what I'm noticing about your brand. This is what I'm noticing in the industry at large and where I see you fitting into all of that. So this kind of lays the foundation for us to do the next thing in your brand. So that's kind of the first fear that people have, right? I'm too messy. I'm too all over the place. Number two, you think you're not far enough along in your business to commit to branding or to justify the price tag of branding. Here's why you're wrong about that. It's so interesting because there's a lot of designers who have kind of these arbitrary rules, in my opinion, of you must be in business for at least a year and you must have made a certain dollar number in order to work with me, basically. I just think that's not important. I don't think there's any rule that says branding only works after you've made $50,000 in revenue. And I actually really think the longer that you wait, the harder it is. So I think there's kind of a sweet spot. I want to be honest, like if you're just starting your business and you're still figuring out what you're offering or who you're selling it to, I would wait a minute. But when you have a decent idea, I think it's time to get some help. And and the way that I like to explain it is a lot of times we think I'm going to wait to pay for branding until I have a successful business. And in my mind, that's like waiting to go to the gym until you have a six pack. You get a six pack by going to the gym. So we have to create the brand in order for you to grow your business. So this is where the second part of the strategy document includes messaging. And I focus a lot on who you are and who you're selling to. There's a little bit of product, program, service exploration in here 
you know, where we're talking about, okay, what is it that you're selling? What's the problem that you're solving or the desire that you're tapping into? And then we're talking about, okay, who are you selling it to? What do they need to hear from you? How do we resonate with them? And what we want to do is figure this out with words, and then we can create the visuals that will go along with that. So what we want to do is we start with clarity, like I'll write it out, just very basic, you know, and then we want to add the emotion. So for example, I just finished a brand for a coach. Her name's Kaylin and her brand is all about providing balance. So for her tagline in the messaging portion of her strategy, I wrote a balanced life, right? And that's fine. That's, that's decent. That's very clear, but there's not a lot of emotion there and it doesn't, you know, kind of create a narrative for her brand. And so I really looked at other parts of her brand where she talked about, I want to create beauty and my clients want to create beauty and their idea of balance is not equal time spent at work and with their kids, but it's this feeling of harmony. And so I thought, okay, how do we create that feeling with these words? So what I came up with was the tagline, life in equipoise, which is a French word for balance. And it's actually like a balance of forces. So it can only arise when there is some tension. And I thought that was perfect for her brand because it captures the feeling of balance in a more artistic way. So equipoise gives you a certain feeling. And even if you don't know exactly what the word means, because it has that equal part at the beginning, it gives you enough of a sense. And what it really gets at is the feeling. And that's what good messaging does. So after I you know, put together the strategy part where I say, this is what your brand is all about, then we have kind of this wording section where I'm like, okay, here's a tagline. Here's your mission statement. Here are the values. These are the things that you're hanging your hat on that you're creating content for. And then we can take that and actually turn it into the design. So you're seeing how we're starting really from the ground and working our way up. Number three, you think branding isn't necessary or won't make a difference in your business. You're definitely wrong about that. Here's why. This is really where the psychology of aesthetics comes into play. And actually, I should I should back up a little bit because truly, if you don't really believe in branding, if you think that it's stupid or unnecessary, like we really shouldn't work together. But I am guessing that if you're listening to this podcast, you know how important branding is. Even if you're not a designer, you know that aesthetics matter and the way that things look creates our impression of them. And the example that I love to use is Starbucks, okay? Starbucks sells a cup of coffee for around $5 and they sell a lot of it, okay? But you could take that same coffee, pour it in a 7-Eleven cup, and all of a sudden that coffee is only worth 79 cents. But if the only thing that changed was the design of the cup, that means, I like get so excited about it, that means that design is actually a marketable good. That means it's something that you can use as a marketing tool. It's something that has a dollar value. And I read once that the human brain, I don't know how accurate this is, but I read that the human brain processes images or icons 60,000 times faster than text. And 90% of information transmitted to the brain is visual. So if you want to communicate effectively, you've got to have the strategy, you've got to have the messaging, but you also have to have the design. And lucky for you, 
I am an artist and a designer first. And creating a visual concept that works for your brand is so crucial to the success of your brand. And I actually often tell people like, I cannot separate strategy and aesthetics from branding. When we talk about a strategy, like when I'm talking about the sleep consultant, Modern Sleep Mama is my client, and she is connecting that sleep education with loving parenting, I see that visually. I can't separate it from a visual concept. And so what I do in my process, if you've listened to the podcast, you've heard me talk about this before, but after we finish the messaging and before we really start on the design, I have this halfway step called the stylescape. And the stylescape, is, this is a thing that I made up, but a stylescape is basically a simplified way of showing you what's going on in my brain visually. So I can say, hey, I have this concept that's coming to mind based on the words we've chosen, based on the strategy that we have. What do you think of it? And it's a collaborative process where we can say like, yes, this is the right direction. These colors are giving me the right feeling. Or I think that font is a little bit too strong. Let's try it in a lighter weight, right? And what I love about the stylescape is that it gives me a chance to kind of go back and forth between the messaging and the design. So sometimes there's a visual concept that comes through that influences what we say. And sometimes there's something that we say that translates to the visual, but the stylescape really helps me do that. And that's a really unique part of my process that helps me create brands that really work, which is why I want to highlight it. So if you want something that feels calm and sophisticated versus more playful and bold as a designer, I'm going to be able to create that. So the colors for one will be like blue. We'd use like a nice navy and kind of a classic serif font where for a brand that's like more playful and exciting, we do like big block letters, maybe lowercase. We do some like more offbeat color combinations because those visuals are going to help us communicate that common thread, that narrative that we created in the strategy part. Does that make sense? So if you want to influence the perception that your ideal clients have for your business, really developing a brand, and I'm including the strategy and the messaging and the design, has to be part of that. It's I would argue it's the only way to do that. I have two more fears that I want to address. Number four. You don't know who you are and or you think you're not cool enough for a brand. Here's why you're wrong. Our brain is tricky because sometimes we can have these incredible businesses using amazing gifts and skills to serve our clients. And yet we think that we're not cool enough to have a brand. And I love it when my clients say this truly because it means that we have work to do and it means that I get to show them how I see them. And sometimes my clients see their brand and you want to know the number one thing that they tell me. I think I've mentioned this before. Number one thing that they tell me is, ooh, this is really legit. Sometimes sometimes they say like, oh, it feels scary or it feels too big. And that tells me that I am right on the money because I don't want to give you a brand that fits you perfectly right now. I want to give you a brand that's a few sizes too big so that you can grow into it. 
And that doesn't mean that it shouldn't be, you know, in alignment with who you are and what you're trying to do, but I want to push you. I don't want to do what's safe. I want to do what will help you grow. So building a brand, when we are talking about you and your ideal client, I often say that we have to elevate your ideal client. And that really means that we have to think strategically about who the person is, who is able and willing to buy your products and services, like who, not just who wants it, but who wants it and can easily afford it, has no problem buying it, has no objections, right? We have to know them. We have to understand them. We, we have to believe that they want to buy from you. But the second part of that is elevating your own self-concept, which is just how do you see yourself? And when we work together, I'm going to ask you a lot of questions that will kind of force you to confront who you really are and what you really want. And one of the ways that I do this is through private concierge style consulting for the duration of our work together. So I use an async program called Voxer. It's a voice and text app where you can send me messages at any time and I can respond to you with my thoughts or suggestions or ideas. And this works really well because as we're building your brand and you start seeing how it's affecting different parts of your business, I can consult with you. So you can ask me, hey, I'm launching a new program. What do you think is the right way to price this? Right? Or I have a client who is overstepping their boundaries. How do I word this? Right? Anything that involves the perception of your business is a part of branding. And I want to help you with that. And so this private consulting is the way that I do that. And it's hugely beneficial because we can collaborate together and discuss things. And then a lot of times I'll say, okay, as the CEO of your business, you've got to make a powerful decision. What do you want to do? And that's really, really cool to see people step up and say, okay, I know who I am. I know what I want to do. And that's something that happens as we go through this branding process. And the last fear, the biggest concern, number five, is you think once you get a brand, you won't know how to use it. And you are so wrong about that. Let me tell you why. My process is thorough because I don't just want to give you a logo and be done with it. I really want to help you infuse your entire business with your brand. I really want everything not just to be beautiful. I want it to be intentional and strategic, and I want it to be worded in a way that is in alignment with the strategy that we've created. So I do this through a couple of different things. Number one is providing education. Like I mentioned, I do this consultation kind of ad hoc as things come up. I'm also providing you with brand guidelines. This is basically a book that says, here's how you use your brand in creating designs. I often add templates for my clients so we can say, okay, here's the actual templates that you're going to use for your client workbooks, for your social media posts, for your landing pages, right? So that you can actually use your brand as you grow. Another thing I often offer to my clients is brand photography. So how do we style you? How do we set up a photo shoot so that we can build a brand that's not just the logo graphics, but the overall creative direction and imagery for what you're sharing? I also love to do styling. So I have clients who will ask me, what should my office look like? If you're on video all the time, the design of your office is actually very important. What you wear is very important. And I kind of have two ways that I offer ongoing support for my clients. 
outside of this initial one-on-one branding process. One is a creative partnership, which is basically a year-long strategy and design retainer. The idea is it's all-inclusive, right? So I am your brand expert and creative director for the next year. And over 12 months, we basically say, okay, what are we working on this quarter? What do we need to brand? What do we need to improve? And the other option is a group consulting program called Personal Brand Mastery. And this is really designed for coaches who want to expand their brand beyond just, I have the logo, I have the colors. What does this actually mean for me? How do I open new programs? How do I set up a membership? How do I take brand photos in a way that is in alignment with my brand? And I'm helping them follow my framework for expanding your brand. So once you've got the foundation laid, how do we increase your visibility and your recognition? How do we expand? How do we take your brand and say, okay, how do we improve my client management processes, my internal processes, other marketing channels, all those types of things very strategically and obviously in alignment with the design of your brand. So that's a quick insight into my process as a brand strategist and a designer. And maybe in my next solo episode, I'll talk a little bit about how I take your brand and build a website off of it, because that's another really crucial part of expanding your business. And you can't build a great website until you have a great brand. But I want to close off with a quick quiz. I have a few questions, true or false questions, that can help you determine if your brand is working for you and if you could use a little help. So first, true or false? My brand makes it easy to connect with my ideal clients. I would even add, my ideal clients reach out to me. Okay, Your brand can actually help you do that. Number two, true or false? My brand reflects who I truly am and captures the most authentic version of my personality. True or false? My brand makes me more confident and more credible online. True or false? My brand makes running my business easier and more fun. True or false? I am eager to share my brand with my ideal clients. I would say I'm eager to share my brand with anyone, right? Like my clients will often tell me, I just can't stop talking about it. I want to show it to everybody I talk to, okay? If you don't feel that way, that's a good sign that your brand needs some help. Last one, true or false? My brand is unique to my values and my personality. I didn't talk about this a lot, but this is something that comes up in my process. When we're creating your strategy, obviously I'm asking like, what makes you different? What makes you special? And I'm kind of drawing from that. But I think it's my job as the brand strategist to be able to pull that out and create that through your messaging and through your design. So if you feel like there's nothing unique about you, that's probably why you need to work on your brand. Don't let it keep you from working on your brand because I will help you do that. I will help you find that unique thing and capture it. So if you answered more false than true or really any false, please reach out to me. I want to create a brand that helps your ideal clients see you as the go-to expert in your niche. I want to build a brand that will show people your unique personality and perspective and values. And ultimately, I want to give you the credibility that you can only get when you have a professional brand. And that includes, don't forget, 
the strategy, the messaging, and the design. So please reach out if you have any questions. You can follow me on Instagram at Rebecca Peterson Studio. And I can't wait for next week. Abby will be back and we'll record another episode then. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed listening to Aesthetically Speaking. If you want to support the podcast, please leave us a nice review or connect with us on Instagram at Rebecca Peterson Studio. 